Welcome to Europe First Minisodes. Raw, unedited, and just me sharing thoughts and ideas. I hope you find this a valuable little toolkit to contemplate today. I had a friend ask me a couple of months ago how I could possibly be so calm and collected given that I was unemployed and that the little nest egg I had saved to take time off was fast fast dwindling and that I had no prospects for another job and um, how could I possibly be not completely freaking out and the, the reality is is that there are times that I am completely freaking out I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm I think I've gone crazy I think that I'm delusional and that I've you know, stepped off this very well-paved and wide track of opportunity and society and the way things should happen, the way everybody does all the things. And I've stepped off of that and I wake up and I think, you've gone nuts. You have talked yourself into a space where you will surely die and you will surely destroy everything that you hold dear. So that is a reality. However, something happened in my 20s that changed me. It changed the trajectory of my life, but it also changed the way that I view risk taking. And I was um, 25. It was the first time I went overseas by myself. My brother was living in Hong Kong and I decided to go visit him. And from there, I jumped off to Thailand and went alone for 10 days and backpacked around Thailand. And I had already been overseas. I'd already traveled. I'd already been to Europe and Australia and New Zealand. And, and I, I was not, it was not my first time getting a passport stamp, but it was my first time going completely alone to a foreign country. And I knew when I got on the plane after that week that I had to do more of that was pinnacle for me. I had been bitten by this desire and singular focus to travel by myself as much as possible. So I came home and the year after I went to Thailand, I did something super, I I was actually quite radical about everything that I did. I stopped going to the movies. I stopped buying clothes. I stopped doing anything extraneous that required money. I just didn't do it. I saved every single penny. And then I started um, selling things systematically. Anything that I didn't need, I started selling. And I just started packing away money. Um, Every paycheck, packed away money. And I had my sights set on an extended travel time somewhere and I couldn't quite put my finger on it until I landed long story short this is all going to be a book someday but I decided to backpack around South America and as soon as I had the vision and the goal I was unstoppable and what happened after that year of saving is I I left I I got rid of absolutely everything that I could put everything else in a box in my parents storage unit and I took off with the idea that I was not coming back. I really thought I was gonna go, 
start a new life in another country, Argentina or Chile or somewhere in South America. I was most likely going to stay and get married, raise my babies and never come home. That is not what happened. But the point of this story is that I backpacked by myself for 14 months through South America. And at some point in that journey, I'd spent three months learning the language, immersive language study with a family. I lived with a family that didn't speak English. I went to school every day to learn Spanish. And then from there, I leapt off and started traveling. And at some point in the actual backpacking part, the traveling part between buses and trains and overland and walking over mountain ranges and, and just being a nomad in, in the real sense of the word, I went from being a tourist and a spectator to a traveler and a participant. And I did that for long enough that it permanently imprinted on me that as soon as you let go of the things that make sense and the things that everyone around you is telling you make sense, that everyone says you need, you need a job, you need a car, you need a bank account, you need a retirement savings, you need, you need, you need, all of these things that trap you and hold you in place. And this is the way our society functions. It's how we all move things along. However, not everybody is wired to function optimally in that kind of rote, repetitive daily life. I am one of them. I'm not wired for that. I do enjoy it. I enjoy the comfort and luxury of it. But if I get too comfortable for too long, I start to get very sad and very antsy. And so I need to cut ties. I need to take huge risks. And that was imprinted very deeply in me on that backpacking trip. And Brene Brown says something along the lines that once you've touched the wild, the wild lives in you and it always lives in you and you can never go back. And that is exactly how I felt after that trip. I did come back and I, I re-engaged in all kinds of normal things. They were mostly to my detriment, but... I have periodically and regularly through my life in the decades after that trip uh, taken some pretty crazy risks. And the interesting thing about the risk taking is that everything around you will tell you that you are ensuring certain death to all of the wrong things. And I am here to say that death in those instances usually comes only in the form of things that are meant to die. So if you are being called to step outside the norm to explore something and you know it, you know it if you're being called, you know it because it nags you. It nags you when you're quiet. It nags you when you wake up in the middle of the night. It nags you first thing in the morning. This is one of the reasons why we numb out is because the things that are nagging at us that want to be done are incessant and won't give up until we listen. And so if we're not ready to listen, we will find all kinds of ways to escape those messages. But if we stop and we listen and we are being called away or called into something different than what we're doing, the very next thing that will happen is absolute terror and fear because that is what keeps us safe, right? Is what keeps us on the track. And, and that will 
most likely be followed up by people around you saying, you've got to be crazy. When I bought the plane tickets and I had my plan to go to South America by myself, I was inundated with the worst stories, the worst kind of stories that you could be told were told to me by pretty much everybody I talked to. I was told about the girl that was kidnapped, the person that was murdered, the person that was stolen from, the person that was disappeared. I mean, the the stories were horrendous and um, unrelenting. But I knew I'd I'd traveled enough to know that for the most part, people are good and helpful, and for the most part, places are safe. Capital cities typically not the safest place. Country villages, almost always safe, almost always welcoming, almost always somebody that'll invite you in and give you their last piece of bread and a cup of tea and tell you their life story. So I knew enough to know that chances are something really bad wasn't going to happen. But here was the thing for me. I was willing to have something really bad happen to me because the alternative was that I wasn't going to live at all. I was going to feel half awake, half alive, half engaged or less or less than half engaged in order to uplift and maintain a life that I wasn't really that into. And so I was going to sacrifice the opportunity of actually living, actually doing something that I'm passionate about, actually experiencing something totally outside of my realm of reality or understanding. I was going to not do that so that I could be sure of my day every day, so that I could be certain, which, which the irony of is that you're not even sure of that either. And if there's anything the pandemic taught us is that anything is possible, right? We could, we could, we could die tomorrow. We could get laid off tomorrow. We could lose somebody tomorrow. We could, all kinds of things could happen to us. Nothing, nothing is certain. So for me, I thought, well, I'd much rather go if I'm going to go living fully, stepping fully into my life, fully tasting and breathing and experiencing my days. I'd much rather go by getting hit by a bus fully alive than getting hit by a bus half awake, half alive. So I just wanted to share this idea, this knowing that I have about what it is to really live, what it is to really fully experience life. And if, if there is an inkling in you that perhaps maybe there is something else waiting, there's something else that needs you, there is another part of you that needs to be given some space and breadth in life that you should play with that. Get curious around it and see, see, just get quiet and listen and see what you hear. And then be totally afraid of what you hear. Totally fine to be absolutely terrified of what you hear. But don't shut it up. Allow it to keep speaking to you, and it might be really interesting and life changing and transformational to follow that little inkling and see where it leads you. You are more capable, you are smarter, and you are stronger than you can even begin to imagine. And if something in 
inside you, that deep, deep inside you knowing is speaking to you, that is life saying, I'm here and I want you to live me. And it is so delicious. It's so freeing and really, really expansive out here when you step into that fear and then pass that fear because that fear is a portal. It is not where you live. The fear is a portal. It is not where you live. But you have to walk through the fear to get to the other side of that freedom where it life just opens up into these miraculous, synergistic, beautiful, easy, flowing connections. But most of us don't get past the portal of fear. Most of us stop there and go, mm-mm. Uh, I don't like this. This doesn't feel good. I feel like I might die. I feel like everything I know and love might also die. And I'm going back. But I'm telling you, if you don't go back and you, and you follow that and you make friends with the fear and you tell yourself it's going to be okay, some pretty incredible things might just happen. I just wanted to share that with you. Can't wait to talk to you again. If you found this episode valuable, please feel free to share and leave a comment below so I know you are here. Until next time.